Today, I am all out. My well of creativity is dry. I feel sickened with despair as the majority of the Western world stands by in apparent silence while Palestine is being obliterated. As the wonderful Louise Adler said so well in a brilliant interview that you can catch, the link is in the show notes. The world stood by and watched as six million Jews were exterminated in the Holocaust. How can we stand by now? Louise has the right to speak. Her grandparents were concentration camp survivors. She has risked her job and position many times by speaking up for Palestine as a Jewish person. In a world so fractured by polarization, I'm considering what it means to risk to speak up. In my case, there's not much risk, probably some hate mail, trolls. I will not lose my job, as many have and will. I'm unlikely to be shot, thank goodness. Still, this deep consideration of the places I do not risk is an excellent self-inquiry. Why do I stay safe? There can be an excellent reason for this. I may only have superficial knowledge of the subject. While I am by no means an expert on the Middle East, I do know that one atrocity does not give a field of acceptance for a reciprocal and greater atrocity. Hello, this is Christine McDougall, and this is Sunday Syntropy for December 10th, 2023. And the subject is today, When Heroes Become Villains, Rethinking Individualism and Neoliberal Capture. Thank you for listening. An atrocity is being atrocious back amplified in scale only keeps the game of horror in play. It also creates a whole new generation of young haters. The game of horror never stops. It cycles again and again. For the past few months, I have been seeking to understand the capture of intelligent people by whacked-out conspiracy theories. As Naomi Klein suggests in her brilliant book, Doppelganger, the neoliberal capture has invested the last few decades in preaching that all success is an individual endeavor. Joseph Campbell, much as I love him, has some responsibility in this with his monomyth, The Hero's Journey which fed entirely into the hands of the neoliberal economists and game players. Success is an individual endeavor, says neoliberalism, floor by floor, step by step, one climbs to the top, meritocracy, beloved, neglecting, of course, to consider that the majority of people do not have equal access at the groundfall level. Many can't even get into the building. Wrong clothing, ethnicity, race, education, vintage. The individualism story has become the dominant narrative. Rise up by your bootstraps. You have the power. Anything is possible. Power is seen in the individual and teams. We eradicate the power of institutions, structures, legal codes, how we count and measure things, the context, warm data, and the environment that the individual is in. And the hero, so loved, can quickly be turned into the villain. Now we point at the individual villain. They did this to us. 
Conspiracy theorists today refuse to consider the substrate of human life and coordination. They do not point to the legal codes that insist on profit over everything or the global casino of financialization. Staying trapped in the individualism myth, they turn a hero into a villain, making everything the villain's fault, the shadowy cabal or the person, Fauci, Gates, Biden, Hillary. COVID upended everything because suddenly we had a virus that needed the community to work together for us to become citizens rather than make it on your own individual. A neoliberal myth, I worked hard for this. My success is all because of me. It never is. You cannot open a can of tomatoes without a thousand people or more making that possible. The neoliberal class made us believe that if we do not succeed in life, it was your fault. Debt, your fault. Poverty, your fault. Guilt on guilt on shame on shame. Single mother struggling, my fault. Oh, I swallowed it all and persecuted myself endlessly for decades. Superiority came with the self-made. Look at me, I did this. And you, you sicken me because you drag me down and I have to spend my taxes on lifting you up. For added context, I was raised in a middle-class family where this neoliberal doctrine was the code. I looked down on people in my youth, the poor, the disadvantaged. The journey to see the cruelty of neoliberal individualism has been one of the most challenging journeys of my life. I had to be thoroughly broken, brought completely to my knees and held there for a long time, long enough to smell the dirt and sense into humility. It included the need to recognize how my family and many others in my class gained their position. As a settler of a colony that murdered and debased people who had existed here for 60,000 or more years. We are now reaping the rotted harvest of decades of deliberately sown mistrust, mistrust of the very idea that we are members of communities and societies, mistrust of any expectation that governments can and should do anything positive for us writes Naomi Klein. It took decades after the war to neoliberalize people, the fires stoked by anti-black and anti-migrant hysteria that pointed at these people as welfare costs, taking their jobs. And then COVID, and the governments immediately started the most significant social programs ever. People were paid to stay at home and do nothing. Free vaccines, governments suddenly able to afford the previously unaffordable, making a mockery of their unable to pay for social services story that was, and is again, the common cry. And those low-wage earners we had spent decades ridiculing, the healthcare workers, garbage collectors and carers, were now essential. The whiplash was too big for some to reconcile. Fuck you. We won't mask or jab or stay at home to protect people we have already chosen not to see. 
writes Naomi Klein. Freedom was the cry, not freedom as a collective, but freedom as atomized individuals who saw anything collective as the enemy. I want my freedom to continue to do exactly as I like, just as the neoliberal myth has told me. Rugged man, hero. And the machine, Moloch, laughs with glee at our foolishness. To read my article on Moloch, see the link in the show notes. If we are having a lovely swim in a beautiful swimming pool and someone wants their freedom to piss in the pool, does freedom still work for you? Perhaps air and breathing matters to you in your cry for individual freedom or clean water, buying uncontaminated food. Until we realize that we live in an interconnected ecology that depends on many and a healthy earth, until we recognize that meritocracy works far more advantageously well for those with access to education, networks, and finance, we remain in this dream of the hero. The conspiracy gurus of the world, the Bannons, Carlsons, Wolfs, and so many others, jumped all in on the opportunity created by the vacuum between the myth of the individual and the sudden need to become a collaborative community, speaking some truths about the machine, which is very broken, yet making it all up to us, the individual, demanding our freedom and stirring hate, provoking more racism, feeding the fire of fear and scarcity. They will take your jobs. They will rape your children. The leader of the opposition in Australia, Peter Dutton, thrives on these narratives. I revert to Israel and the genocide it is enacting as I write. The hard right wants to see Israel wipe out Gaza and the West Bank. Hamas wants to wipe out Israel. So much of the neoliberal narrative lives in the minds of the hard right. Individualism, anti-society, anti-collective if you are different, anti-other. Here I am at this point unsure how to finish this article. Despair, questions, feeling for the many people who wanted peace and got bombed to pieces or torn apart. Heartbroken, angry. Right now I have nothing left to offer. All the while a bunch of mostly men posture at COP28 while the oil deals are done on the sidelines. The contrast is sickening and hideous. I love answering your questions. So if you have any questions for this episode or previous episodes, please visit centropic.world forward slash podcast and click the orange button. Hi, Steve from Melbourne here. And my question is... Hi, this is Robin from warm and sunny Tanzania. My question is... Good morning. This is uh, Michael Freiber from Germany. My question is... Hi, this is Colleen in the Netherlands. My question is... Hi, this is Cindy from beautiful Cambridge. Hello, I am Paul Epping from the Netherlands. And my question for the podcast... Bonjour, my name is Dorothy from Brussels, Belgium. Hi. My name is Ivan from Cali, Colombia, but I'm living in Bali right now. Uh, so my question is... Hi, I'm Rochelle Armstrong from North East Victoria, Australia. My question is... 
Hiya, this is Lorraine in Montreal, Canada, and my question is... And that completes my question. And that completes my question.